0: Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Welcome back. It's summertime, and what better topic to talk about during the summer than your brain? Uh, Dr. Rhoda is with us again is here as always and she somehow has worked in the brain with summer and why summer is so healthy for your brain. So Dr. Rhoda.
1: I love summer so much. I can't tell you how much I love summer and one of the reasons I love summer so much is because I just love being outside. The natural light, the birds singing, the fresh air, the happy trees and flowers and bees and it just makes me beyond happy. I have this extra zest during the summer months.
0: And, and you know, Doctor Rhoda. Oh, he drives people uh, crazy. <laughs> it, it is happy all the time, regardless. So now in summer, she is over the top happy, which is good.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter what I'm doing if I'm out walking or riding bike or golfing or sailing or just sitting outside reading a book or enjoying a glass of wine or beer with some friends on a lazy summer evening. It just does something for my soul, and it. Kind me thinking i wondered hmm i wonder what this is doing for my brain so that's what i researched for us for this topic here's the scoop numerous studies suggest that people who live closer to nature are more mentally healthy now there's many variables that go into this but an interesting longitudinal study now longitudinal longitudinal means that it happens over time in this case i believe the study was five years long so it's not a short study uh, it was done in europe with uh, 5,000 households and it found that those who moved to greener spaces experienced vast improvements in their mental health. In correlation, when somebody lived in, the, uh, in, the, in a green space in a, a more rural area and they moved into the city, their mental health declined for over a three-year time period. And then once they moved out of the city back into the more rural area, or the more area with more green space, their mental health returned to the levels that they were at prior. So interesting study. Now, this doesn't mean that you're in trouble if you live in a big city, but what it does mean is it encourages us, helps us realize that we need to understand the importance of finding and enjoying green spaces within that city as often as you can. I am not a big city girl. I can spend a couple of days in a big city and I am ready to, you know, when I go to New York, my favorite spot in New York is Central Park. <laughs> so I think just intuitively, I really am attracted to green spaces. You know, and,
0: and then, and really interesting because where I'm a member at our congregation, they're, they're having a building project, and, and the, the, the current policy is 50% green space for any new construction. So mm-hmm. the, the city mm-hmm. understands the value uh, of green space.
1: Wonderful. Another study shows us that long walks in nature are powerful uh, mental medicine. This is according to a study that was published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. And they studied people who were struggling with rumination. Now, rumination is that pattern of negative thinking that's often associated with an increased risk of depression. The participants were to take a 90-minute walk each day. And some days they took the participants to a city for their 90-minute walk, and other days they took them out into nature for their 90-minute walk. And all of the participants improved after their 90-minute walk, regardless. However, the people who took their 90-minute walk in nature, the rumination decreased. They were doing even better than those who took their 90-minute walk in the city. So getting outside, being in nature is really good for our brains and for our mental health. And we usually do more of that during the summer. This is one of the reasons why summer is so very good for our brain.
0: So as a parent, this is just encouragement for me uh, with our four kids to encourage them get outside i mean it's beautiful day today there's so many things they could be doing outside and they can say if you know when it's a rainy day absolutely be inside but encouragement give your kids the opportunity or encourage them to get outside
1: 100 percent Uh, Another study by Dr. Richard Ryan published in the Journal of Environmental Psychology found that spending 20 minutes in a vegetation-rich environment has shown to improve vitality. Now, vitality is that increased emotional strength amongst challenges. It's the ability to live with enthusiasm and zest. So we all want to have more vitality. Being in Areas with high vegetation, rich vegetation, increases our vitality. Pretty cool.
0: And my wife will love hearing that because she's she's a big-time gardener. So I will have to see. I will have to do my own study here and see if she has increased enthusiasm and <laughs> zest at the end of the summer. No, she loves gardening. It's it's such a healthy thing.
1: Yeah, so for those of you who are gardeners, absolutely yay for you. Keep it up. It not only produces healthy food for our families and beautiful flowers for the table, but and it Im- improves our gives us physical exercise like bending and kneeling and stretching and lifting but it's also great for our brain and our mental health and it increases enthusiasm and zest so what's not like what's not to like it's beautiful and we tend to do more gardening in the summer months so next time you mow the lawn or are raking or weeding instead of kind of grumbling i would encourage you just don't rush enjoy it linger in the lush green and let it nurture your body your spirit and your mind You know, as I think about it, the Garden of Eden was originally paradise, right? Paradise was, we're designed to be in nature. So one final thought on being outside in nature. When healthy adults view scenes that are filled with vegetation, the areas of the brain associated with emotional stability, empathy, and love are more active. Now, these are the same pathways activated when we look at pictures of a loved one. So if you need to be inside all day in your office and you just can't get out, or you're a teacher and you're in, in the classroom, it's a beautiful day, but you can't get out, have some pictures of nature around you and take time to stare off into them and imagine yourself out in nature. Also important
0: for our kids in schools, right? To a- a- Absolutely. I-, I was just thinking, you know, I've had conversations with multiple teachers who, because of building structure, et cetera they teach some of their courses in classrooms without any windows. Mm -hmm. And so this is just a great, great reminder that it is really that important that we put some type of nature, if we can't take the students out to nature, they can't see nature, then bring nature uh, in.
1: Absolutely, and also just, I think this goes towards recess and play and, and getting outside, go outside for nature walks, for science class, You know, you're getting ready to do some English composition, some writing, take them for a walk, let them journal about nature for a while. It's good on so many levels uh, to get the brain ready to be creative.
0: And there's really some interesting research under the umbrella of environmental education of the benefits of getting students out engaged in nature.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's good on every level. So that's a really big one. There are a few more reasons why we're often happier during the summer months or healthier, why why this is good for our brain, according to my research. And these are pretty common sense, but I think it's good to just take a moment and point them out because they help us and our kids understand how to further thrive during the summer months. So number one, hydration. We get more thirsty in the summer. And when we're outside being active, we drink more water. Hydration makes us more physically and mentally healthy. Tons of benefits to drinking more water. Our brains need a lot of water and many of us are oftentimes dehydrated. And dehydration actually impacts focus and concentration and it can negatively impact your mood and your memory as well. So drink lots of water, healthy for your brain. Number two in the summer, we tend to get more exercise, right? It's natural that in the summer when the weather's nice, we're outside being more active. (laughs) I just dusted off my tennis racket that's been sitting in the closet for over 20 years. And my neighbor and I are playing tennis once a week. It's so enjoyable. And I'm doing it with a friend, so it's not only excellent physical acti- activity and exercise, but it's also great for my emotional health.
0: So that, that just made me smile. So my crazy kids are totally into pickleball now. Is I that love what pi- it's
1: called? I love pickleball. And Absolutely.
0: And so I, I never knew this. Yeah. Uh, probably two miles from our house, there are pickleball courts. Yeah. And so I can drop two of the boys off, and they literally will spend hours playing pickleball. I think they're probably the youngest people there playing because yeah. most people there are, are, are my age or older but they absolutely it's a big thing right now.
1: It is really taken off uh, in some uh, recreational areas there are just Tons and tons and tons of pickleball courts. It's, it's kind of, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's similar to tennis. You Usually, most times I see it played with four people. It's very active in senior citizens' communities. Now you go down to the villages in Florida. It's yeah, you, everywhere. You don't
0: have to move as much as, as much. you do in tennis. Right. You so, still have to move, So but it's like, a little bit smaller. Rhoda racket. can play tennis, like pickleball. <laughs> Like, if I was doubles, less space for me to cover, probably would be a better fit.
1: I don't know if you know this, uh, Professor Marty, but there was a period in time here on campus, it was probably about five, six, seven years ago, there was a group of us that were playing pickleball at lunch. I did not yeah, know that. play over in the gym. But very, I need to get out of my office into nature more. <laughs> That's very... We were playing in the gym, which isn't as good. We should have probably been outside, but it was during the winter, so anyway. Um, let's see. Number three, uh, things that are good for your brain about summer. Long summer evenings, which make for longer summer days which allow us to be more active. So sometimes we even take up a new hobby or project in the summer, which is also super healthy for our brain. For instance, I'm taking up tennis. Some people take up golf or whatever it might be. Longer days afford us more chances for things like cleaning out the garage, those little projects, repainting a room, growing a garden, uh, going for a hike or a bike ride on a trail. They also give us longer evenings of light, which allow us to take those lingering walks on a lazy summer evening. So longer summer days help. That's good for our brain. There's also just a lot of sunshine and vitamin D, which is so very healthy for us all the way around. Uh, And number four, uh, we eat more fruits and vegetables during the summer. I I think most of us do. I love my farmer's market. Uh, It's not open in the winter, but in the summer, I love Saturday mornings. I ride my bike to the farmer's market. My neighbor and I are heading there this weekend. Get fresh produce and enjoy it throughout the week. You know, you just end up eating more watermelon on those warm summer days and enjoying more garden fresh salads for lunch during the summer months. Again, this is good for our body and it's good for our brain. And finally, and this one's really important, friends. Uh, Time for social activity. Many of us have or make more time to be social during the summer. We take time off of work, we take a long weekend, we go on a vacation, we visit family and friends, we have friends over for dinner to enjoy that summer evening dinner on the deck, we meet a friend at the farmer's market on Saturday morning. The more time we spend in nurturing, enjoyable relationships, the more we thrive. So, Summer is a very special time for you and your family to thrive. I hope you are able to. Enjoy! Our goal in
0: Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So here are five key takeaways from today's episode on summer and the brain. Uh, number one, Dr. Wood talked a lot about this. Nature, 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 nature. Get your kids outside. Get outside yourself. Embrace the opportunity to be out in nature. Number two, a hydration. Certainly during this time of summer, we need more water. Number three, uh, it lends to itself that uh, with being outside, we have the opportunity to exercise. Number four, with longer daylight, Uh, Take advantage of that to do those things outside of the house that are enjoyable. And number five, friends. Take time to be with your friends. And now somehow I have to creatively work in number six, which was veg, fruits, and vegetables. So maybe eat fruits and vegetables while you're talking, while you're walking with your friends.
1: There's so many reasons to thrive in summer. We're going to have six thriving (laughs) tips for this week.
0: Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.